Hello, I'm Angel, the Joyous Life Coach, and I welcome you to the Essentials of Essential Oils. Here you will find information, curriculum, and support to help you in your journey through the use and love of essential oils. Whether you're interested in using oils in your business or just wish to have more knowledge as you play with them, this podcast is for you. Please visit me on the web at thejoyouslifecoach.com so that you can learn how to be an essential oils alchemist. Enjoy. Hello and welcome. My name is Angel. I'm the Joyous Life Coach, and I'm so excited to have you here with me for my Essentials of Essential Oils programming. In this program, you're going to get all the curriculum, products, exercises, and support materials for my essential oils courses and trainings. You're welcome to come and listen. You're welcome to share. And those of you who are part of my team can use these as support programs for your own individual connections with your community. So we're going to start today with what are essential oils um, and hopefully you'll learn something you'll learn something new you'll learn something interesting i always feel like knowing where something comes from helps you to understand how to best use it and you know in terms of how we use essential oils you know we use essential oils for many things in everyday life you know medic medicines are derived from essential oils um nutritional products are derived from essential oils Perfumes and air fresheners and body products such as oils and lotions and bath products all have their roots with herbal medicine and use of essential oils. You can take and track the use of essential oils all the way back to ancient times. So at the core, essential oils are natural plant extracts. They are natural. I run into this question a lot, um, particularly um, as a holistic practitioner, because people question the validity of the use of essential oils. They treat it as a pseudoscience, and sometimes they can even treat it as um, kind of a paganistic uh, product. And we're going to talk about all of that today to give you just this foundations of the basics and history of essential oils. So sit back and relax and let's go. So what are essential oils? Um, I want you to think about when you're walking through a flower garden or peeling an orange or even cooking using spices and aromatics. My friend, when you're doing all of these things, you're experiencing the aromatic effects of the plants that you are in, in connection with, which is the basis of what essential oils are the extraction of the essence, the oils from the plants, the plant leaves, plant flowers, the seeds, whatever that plant is extracting the liquid, the oil out of it and using that pure essence to benefit you in whatever way you may need benefit. Ancient civilizations used oils for medicines, perfume, and you can even point to the Bible when you see in the use of essential oils 
one of my favorite things to do is to point to the Bible and so that we talk about that. As a practitioner, I use essential oils in my everyday life and in my practice as a life coach and holistic healer. Ancient civilizations that have used essential oils use them for many things simply because they didn't have access to all the wonders that we have. One could argue the wonders that we have in medicine and uh, futurism doesn't necessarily mean it's better for us because a lot of it's chemical, uh, chemically produced and not naturally produced. But let's talk about the history before we talk about the future. When you look at the history of essential oils, the civilization that stands out for me are the Egyptians. The Egyptians use essential oils for religious practices, mysticism, and the handling of their of their dead through embalming and the religious, religious ceremonies attached to that. Egyptians had perfumes, they had beauty products they used, they used frankincense and myrrh for their religious practices for their for their skincare. They would mix the plants and the flowers with the oils to make makeup. And they would create perfumes to handle the smell. They, they weren't a big fan. They were not big fans of the bath as they were of the anointing of the body because of the practices. What's interesting about this is a lot of times when you find this in history where the anointing of the body or the using of oils to um, distract from the odor of whatever they're distracting from, taking the place of the bath, you will find that the oils that they use often are beneficial to taking care of, of toxins, to taking care of the little buggies, doing the things that a bath would normally do in the sense that we take a bath now. It's kind of funny when you look back in history that we are obsessed with bathing today. And in, in the early stages of civilization, not so much, not so much. And we're going to talk about that in a later in a later um, lecture as we talk about the use of oils in managing the body through bathing and, and loving yourself with oils, as I call it. But the Egyptians were masters of, of using the oils. And it is said that Cleopatra was masterful at handling her beauty, making herself smell wonderful. She had an aura a perfume that she that wafted with her, they say, that it was all about how she managed her oils. Another civilization that stands out for me is ancient China. Ancient China mastered the use of herbs and essential oils in their practices for both mysticism, medicinal, and entertainment. You know, they used oils fastidiously as a product to support all their processes, whether they are were, were connecting with the gods, or whether they were connecting with nature, and whether they were taking care of themselves. Essential oils and herbal technology for spiritual medicinal uses was critical in ancient China and its studies of human energy and conditions. 
as we call it, the chi. Through use and application of oils and herbs, they were able to come up with recipes and uses and the documentation of these go all the way back to 2700 BC through the writings of Shinob, who was a ruler in ancient China that also has uh, been said to be um, a bit of a mage in terms of the alchemy that he used with his essential oils. Many civilizations use oils to clear, clean, and fumigate living spaces, mostly to handle the odor and not always realizing the benefits the oils gave, especially when it came to dealing with illness. We can find many, many, many practices around the spread of the, the plague, the Black Plague, where essential oils and herbs were used to fumigate homes and clear living spaces and clear the spaces where the bodies were collected. The primary purpose being to help to release the odor of death and also release the energy um, that, was, that was there. The benefits of the oils and the herbs though, help to create um, a safety zone or help to clear and clean and protect the citizens that survived. Um, hence, we, we have a, a civilization today. Another ancient civilization that used essential oils was the Greek, ancient Greek civilization. It was where botany was developed and botany is the study of plants. And one could imagine that as you take what we already do, which is extract the oils and use them for our wonderful purposes, but now we have a more uh, broad version or vision, I should say, of the plants that are out there, which is what botany brought us. And so we went from having a few oils that were the kind of the mainstay to being able to expand to just about everything in nature. And we can find many medicinal references to the oils dating back to these times of the Greeks. The most, the most significant being that of Hippocrates. Hippocrates, who is the father of medicine, used herbs and oils in many of his medical journals. Although he is the father of medicine, if you look back on it, his medical techniques aren't the same, right? He had a more humanist, more holistic, more natural process of medicine, primarily because, primarily because of where he was in history, right? Where we are in history is a different space. I, put, I spoke about the plague and how we used um, oils to help during the spread of the plague. And I also love to point out, as I said, how we use oils. You can see that we use oils in the Bible. I get a lot of criticism as a holistic healer about the use of oils and that I'm using them in some form of ritual and how wrong it is. And so when you look at the Bible, what you see is you see the use of a number of oils. You see them referenced many, many, many times. And I'm gonna grab for you real quick, 
the oils that you see most in the Bible. And you see, number one, you see frankincense and frankincense is, is used to call it the king of oils is used to anoint the kings. It was one of the oils that the three kings brought to baby Jesus. And of course, the second being myrrh. Both of these are resins, um, desert oils. Um, Queen Esther, she used, uh, she used myrrh as a beauty product. Resins are often very, very good as a, with the skin. Now they bring moisture and softness to the skin. So you get frankincense and myrrh. Both of them you'll find even today in many of the um, many of the beauty products that are out there. You also see cinnamon. It is a product that's used in a lot of the holy anointing oils. Um, it's also used to cleanse the air, kills mold, and and is a natural medicine. It also spices up food really nicely. King Solomon used cedar wood um, to, in a building. In, in building and in anointing many, many um, of the buildings of God. When Jesus was crucified on the cross, the cross was made of cedar wood or cypress, at least that's what we believe it was made of. Spicanard is a very, it, it's not seen as often as some of the other ones, but they do reference it. Um, I believe it's in John 12. Three, and we talk about how spikenard was used to anoint Jesus just the days before his death and, and resurrection. So spikenard is there, um, hyssop is there, cassia, sandalwood, cypress, galbanum. These are all oils that you can find in the Bible and they all have uses. They don't just say, here's an oil. They, they state the oil used and they state why they're using it. And back in the day when it was, especially with the desert people, a lot of these oils were used to stem off the buggies in life, to stem off disease, to help blood circulation, to help with the um, condition of the skin. So oils have a great, great meaning in life, a great way, way in which it can support us in not just making the body and the room and the area smell that much better. This was just a brief history lesson. There's more to learn. I just wanted to give you just a little bit that you could speak to, that you could know. I encourage you to do your own research if you go to my website, angelfacker.com or thejoyouslifecoach.com, you'll find a link there. And that link is to my essential oils um, reference area. So you go to the essential oils and you'll see the essentials of, of essential oils where you'll find this show and all the other shows as, they, as they're produced, along with any references or information that I'm going to share with you during the show which includes some books. I'll give you some books for reference that you can reach out and grab. I have a library of books that I've come to own and possess through many teach classes that I've taken to master my craft as, a, as what I call an essential oil alchemist. And if you are looking to buy some oils, if you're looking to create a conversation in your business around oils, I'm always looking to add people to my team.
So uh, send me a note. You've got a link there. It says join my team. Look the information up there. If you want some more knowledge on it, you have a link where you can contact me and we can talk. But in the interim, I'm glad to meet you. Welcome. I hope that you've enjoyed it and I will see you at the next lesson. Ciao, ciao. Thank you.